0: Pastor Varun and Pastor Dah Lahaprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church, Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's dynamic teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ.
1: We live on earth here as Christian, as a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we want to shine the light of Jesus to people around us. We want to be the salt and the light of the world. We want to be the vessel that when people see us, people will say, you have something that I don't have. I want to have what you have there. And after a while they say, I want to know Christ. Because of Christ, you are this kind of person. I picture a disciple of Jesus Christ who walk around in the city, going to school, going to work, going to the workplace. And look happy, look joyful, have a joyful face, and have the right attitude. So today, in the Thanksgiving Sunday like this, we would like to talk about how to be happy and joyful. And one thing that we can do is to be thankful or to be grateful for every day of our life. So today, the message is to be grateful and thankful for every single day. And if we can be like that, we will be happy people, joyful people, and people will see Christ in us, and people want to know Christ who is in us, and they will get saved. Amen. So today, I'd like to encourage all of you to really set the goal that we will be filled with the Spirit of the living God, filled with the joy of God, and stop looking at the negative things of our life, and start to focus on positive things, on what we have, and what God has blessed us. Whenever we focus on the negative, whenever we focus on the thing we don't have, we will be unhappy. We will be complaining, grumbling, sour, and negative all the time. But when we start to look at what God has given us, be positive, look at what we have instead of what we don't have, we will be happy people. So today I want to encourage all of you to come out from the negative mindsets, but begin to have positive mindsets. And stay grateful and focus on what is right. And don't focus on what is wrong in your life. Amen. I believe that all of us have been tempted. We all face all the negative things happen in our life, all the circumstances. And we are tempted to be complaining, to be negative, to be sour, to be bitter. In order to get out of that kind of long face situation, unhappy family, unhappy face we need to right away begin to focus on the positive of our life. We begin to focus on what God has given us instead of what we don't have. In order to turn the relationship around, some of you have broken relationship in your family. Maybe you don't get along with your, your wife or your kids. In order to turn the situation around, the relationship around, you need to be grateful, people. You begin to focus on the positive thing about of your wife positive thing about your husband. In order to get promotion and not get laid off, what you need to do, you need to start to focus on the positive thing of your work. Be positive about your boss. Be positive about your co-workers and employees. Right now, the economy is down and you may have 10 people in your office. And what happens? If you are negative, even though you are so Good worker, maybe we have five good workers in the same office. You know what the boss is going to pick and not lay off? The boss is going to pick people who are grateful, who are so positive in the work. But if you complain, complain, complain and become negative in the office, talk bad about your boss, I believe you're going to be the first one who get laid off because the boss doesn't like to be around negative people. Did you know that people like to be around grateful and appreciative people? If you appreciate everything you do, people like to be around you. People like to hang around you. Amen. So the first thing I want to encourage you today is that you need to start your day with a thankful and grateful heart. When you wake up in the morning, before you turn on the TV, before you begin to think about your bills, think about the negative thing in your life, when you wake up in the morning, you begin to say, thank you, Lord, that I have a job. Thank you, Lord, that I have a home to live in. Thank you, Lord, that I can stay in this apartment. Thank you, Lord, that I have a wonderful wife. Thank you, Lord, that I'm not in the hospital, but I am in good health. We need to start our day always in a positive way. And when you do that, the seed of discouragement, The seed of bitterness cannot take root into our grateful heart. And you're going to have a good day every single day. If you start being negative, you're going to have a bad day every single day. You cannot smile. You cannot be happy. And then what happens? You may lose your job. You may not get promotion. Your family may be broken down. Don't be depressed. Don't be negative. Amen. You may say like this, wow, during the summertime, the weather is so hot. Oh, my car doesn't have an air condition. It's so hot out there. No, don't think that way. You need to say, thank you, Lord, at least I have a car. Because if you complain about your car, somebody else may want your car. Is that right? So be careful. You may say that I don't have money like that millionaire. I don't have as much money as that car dealer in this church. He has a lot of money. He has so many houses to be rented. He has so much money. He's a billionaire. But I tell you, <laughs> I want, you want his money. But you should be thankful. Instead of saying that I don't have a lot of money like him, you should be thankful that you are healthy and you're not going to the hospital. In the world, Um, As a doctor, I see so many millionaires who spend years and years and years in the hospital getting surgery, getting IV, treating the heart disease. If you go to talk to this millionaire and say, what do you choose between good health and money? They will say, I will pay anything to have good health because I cannot enjoy money I have anyway. So be careful, don't let that negative thinking sink into your heart and say, I don't have a lot of money like him, so I cannot be happy. You should be thankful for your health. You need to get your perspective right. Amen. Get the perspective right and be thankful for your health. You should wake up every morning and say, Thank you, Lord. When I open my eyes, I can see. You should thank God every morning when you wake up in the morning. God, when my brain combines my leg, it moves. I can walk. Is that right? You wake up every morning and then you say that, you know, I have food to eat in my kitchen. But some of you maybe eat too much. You have to be careful. So even though you are thankful for the food you eat, but you should not eat too much. Amen. Don't take your health For granted. Be grateful of what you have. Be grateful that you can breathe the air. Why don't we breathe right now? Oh, I'm so thankful that my lungs are working. That I can breathe the oxygen in. Amen. A lot of people have bad asthma. And sometimes when you see people who come into the office, medical office with the oxygen tank, that have difficulty breathing, I pray for them. And I say, Thank you, Lord, that I have a good lung to breathe today. When you go out on the street and you see the homeless people, and you pray for them, and you say, God, I thank you, Lord, that I have an apartment and a house to live in. These people don't even have a house. When you see people who is on the wheelchair, you say, thank you, Lord, that I have legs to walk maybe you are on the wheelchair you say thank you lord that i can have the eyes to see maybe you don't have legs to walk at all no legs only on the wheelchair you say thank you lord that i have hands to grab food into my mouth amen maybe you say that you know i have problem with insomnia i cannot sleep well at night you say thank you lord that i have at least a bed to sleep in And a lot of people don't even have a bed to lie down. Amen. Maybe tomorrow on Monday, you get stuck in the traffic. Yesterday, my daughter get stuck in the traffic in Renton for two hours because there was a shooting in South Center. You may get stuck in the traffic for two hours. And you say, thank you, Lord. Even though this traffic, I have a car to drive. Amen. Maybe you have a tough day. You know, I have a tough day a lot of tough days in my life the hospital called me at 2 a.m 3 a.m i remember a few days ago i woke up at 3 30 a.m they called me about the patient need a sleeping pill and they said i need sleeping pill too (laughs) and i have a tough night but instead of complaining and my day is just bad i just have a bad day because i have a tough day don't ruin your day by complaining that you have a tough day you say Thank you, God, at least I have a job. Even though the hospital call me, at least I have a job in America and I'm not unemployed. You may say, well, pastor, I have to park far away down the street and walk up to church. I come and I don't have a parking spot close to the building. But instead of complaining and being grumbling and unhappy about parking far away, Every step you walk to the church building, you say, thank you, Lord. I have the feet to walk, and I'm happy that I'm strong and I'm healthy. I'm not in the wheelchair. Amen. Amen. Just be happy and be grateful for what you have. Maybe somebody is rude to you. They're so mean to you. They're just angry and yell at you. Instead of being angry and be unhappy, you you should say, I thank you, Lord, that I'm not like you. You know, sometimes the best way, (laughs) sometimes the best way to be happy and to overcome this kind of people, you have to say like this, thank God I'm not like you. But you don't say that in front of that person. (laughs) Because that person is so bitter, is so unhappy. You say, I'm not unhappy with you. I'm gonna be happy no matter what you do. Amen. We all can find circumstances that we are tempted. To be unhappy, to be complaining, to be bitter all the time. And this is just, just a part of life. You try to change people's lives. You try to make them do the right thing, but they don't. And you get frustrated. You say, when are you going to change? When my husband going to change? When my wife going to change? But instead of doing that, you just say that you're going to find some reasons to be thankful about that person. You're going to find some reason to be grateful about that circumstance. Amen? If your child is killed in an accident, instead of being mad at God, instead of leaving the church, you should say like this, God, I thank you, Lord, that you give us this so much time that I can spend with my child. Instead of complaining that your child is killed in an accident. The Bible says clearly in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, no matter what happens, always be thankful, for this is God's will for you who belongs to Christ Jesus. In everything, give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The Bible did not say that for everything you are thankful, but the Bible said in everything, not for everything, in everything you are thankful. What does it mean? Paul tried to say that, in other words, he tried to say that despite circumstances, I am thankful. I am grateful. I'm going to focus on the positive thing in my life. I'm going to focus on what I have in my life. I'm going to be kind to people. Yes, maybe I'm sick right now, but I'm thankful for my job. Maybe my wife and I cannot get along, but I have a house to live in. Maybe you say that well, I don't get promotion this year. But you're thankful that I can see another sunrise today and I can hear the birds sing today. You just think about the positive thing, don't focus on the negative thing. We all have difficulties. We all face disappointments. Amen? You all have to go through things that maybe you don't like, maybe troubling relationship, but don't focus on the negative. At one time, I and my wife gave counseling to a lady who just so depressed, so discouraged because her boyfriend gave her a hard time. That relationship is start to breaking down, start to break down, and she looks so depressed. She could not sleep. And my wife and I say to her, "Honey, you're so beautiful. You are good looking, and you have good personality. You are healthy. Why focus on that man?" Focus on what you have now. And you can move on with your life and be happy. And she woke up and said, yeah, it's true. Why I need to focus on this man who gave me a hard time. I'm going to move on with my life. Amen. A lot of time when we face situation, we feel depressed. We feel discouraged. We feel bitter against the situation. Maybe people don't do what you like and you get disappointed. But I want to tell you, instead of being negative, You just turn that situation to God. You do your part, and God will do His part. Let God take care of the situation, and don't be discouraged. Let God take care, amen? Let Him do the part that you cannot do, and don't focus on the negative things, amen? Quit focusing on the negative things in your life. Quit focusing on what you don't have, but you're always focusing on what you have. A lot of time, I just encourage myself and say, I just go to my children and look at them and say, I have beautiful children. I have a good wife. She cooks very well. And look at my, all of my children, three of them, Jiku, Joy, Paul, they all love God. They are obedient. They are good students. I thank God for their life instead of focusing on what I don't have. Amen. We need to understand this every single day is a gift from God. Every single day is a gift from God. How you can spend each day? How you're going to spend each day? You have a choice to spend. You're going to spend each day happy, thankful, and energetic. Or you're going to spend each day negative, sour, discouraged, angry, and unhappy. I want to encourage you today to spend every day of your life Being happy. Why? Because you don't know whether you have tomorrow. Today may be the last day of our life. Amen. Get those junk out of you. Unhappiness. Being unjoyful, being bitter. Just get those junk out of you and live every single day. Wake up in the morning and say, I'm gonna be happy today. Too often, we are not grateful for what we have until we almost lost it. Or when we lost it, we begin to realize, oh, I should be grateful of what I have. I just focus on what I don't have, but I forget to focus on what I have. And I take them for granted. Uh, Amen. Some of you may take your wife for granted. And then one day if she's gone, then you, oh, I should have treated her better. Every single day is a special day. And then your life, your mind will have a new perspective when you lose something. A young man was a very... Great athlete. He is a very famous football player in his high school. And then a lot of colleges tried to recruit him. His future was very bright. He is a great football player. And one day he started to have pain in his knee. So he went to see an orthopedic surgeon. The orthopedic surgeon ordered all the x-ray, MRI, and tests and told him the bad news. That look like you have a cancer in your bone called osteosarcoma. This cancer is going to go all over your body if you do not cut your leg out. Oh, the man was devastated. He was so unhappy. He cried and he thinks that my future has been shattered now. I don't have a future anymore. I'm going to lose my leg. He went into the surgery. But the orthopedic surgeon found that it was not a cancer. It was just a bone cyst. So he took the bone cyst out. When the man woke up, he noticed that the leg was still there. He did not lose his leg. So he asked the doctor, what happened? The doctor said, you just have a simple benign bone cyst. That man cried and cried and cried. And he promised God that from today on, I will wake up every single day thanking God, being grateful for my legs, my knee, that I can walk, I can run, and I can go back to football again. Do you wake up like that every single day? You know, sometimes you are losing something and you find out that you take those things for granted. Amen? So we need to have the right perspective of our life. I'm asking all of you today, don't let anything to be gone from your life before you are grateful about that. Amen? Don't let things go go out from your life until you are grateful. You know, I'm grateful for Pastor Caesar, and. I know that they're going to start the North Group soon, North Center. I will miss him in this center. Amen. We need to be grateful for his presence right now before they shoot off to start another church in the North Seattle. Are you grateful to your pastor that he is still around before he travels all over the world? You need to be grateful for what you have. Amen. Don't take people for granted. Don't take what you have for granted. A lot of husbands take their wife for granted. Instead of complaining about your wife, what she did not do, what she did wrong, we should focus on what she did right thing. What is her strength? Ah, Amen. Stop being critical. I'm looking for some husband in this room. Are they sitting here or not? Okay. Okay, he's here. Good. (laughs) I'm not telling you who. You know, quit being critical. Quit finding faults and complaining about your wife. Because you should be thankful that you have somebody in your life that you can love. Those who are single, they want to get married. But rather you get married, you take your wife for granted. And you stop thanking God for her. Stop focusing on what she is doing wrong. But start focusing on what she is doing right. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8, Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sin. So if you love your wife, you overlook the mistake. You overlook the weaknesses of your wife and begin to focus on the right thing. I want to encourage all of you. Every person in this room has weaknesses. Amen? We all have rooms to improve. You may say, but my wife... She has this problem, but I want to tell you right now, the very problem she has kept her from getting a better husband. If she's better than that, she will not marry you. She will marry a better man. Amen. So give room to your wife to be imperfect. Give room to each other to be, po- to be imperfect and to grow and to change. I like this scripture very much. And Pastor Dar always reminds me. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 22, He who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. The Bible says that if you get married, you find a wife, you find the good thing. And you find the favor of God. And Pastor that always say, I will not let you forget this scripture. You need to memorize Proverbs 18, verse 22. And I say, yes, dear. I will not forget about that. Amen. Be grateful for her personality. Be grateful for what she can do. Some of you may say, my wife is not a good cook. Oh, her cook is terrible. But be grateful that she, at least she can put the food in the pantry and in the refrigerator. And after she cook, you just eat it and pray that your stomach will digest it. <laughs> Amen. Don't be upset with her cooking. Amen. <laughs> be grateful and don't take your wife for granted. Amen. The same thing the Bible says in the Amplified Bible in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 2. Deeply love and enjoy your husband. Wife in this church, Don't think negative about your husband. Your husband is not perfect. Don't try to remodel him. Don't try to change him. (laughs) Don't try to transform him. You see his weaknesses. He may have a lot of weaknesses, but focus on his good qualities. Don't even compare your husband with another person's husband. Amen. Some of you may say like this, you know Janet's husband, he always Buy flowers for her. He always take her out for the candlelight dinner. How about me? My husband never bought any flowers for me. Never took me out for any uh, candlelight dinner. But I want to encourage you. Don't compare your husband with the Romeo on the other side. (laughs) Amen. God already gives you the right man. Amen. Appreciate the man that God has given to you. Too many people are just enduring their marriage. A lot of people just enduring their marriage instead of having fun in the marriage. You know why? Because they let the little, little things build up and build up all the bitterness and angry and uh, resentment. And eventually they hard on each other. They yell on each other and they arguing and they unhappy with each other. I want to tell you, change your perspective. I want to challenge you today to find some good things of your spouse. Maybe your husband is not the most romantic person in the world. Maybe your husband is not the best communicator, but your husband may be the best provider. He works hard. You never have to worry about paying your bill because he works hard for you. So instead of trying to compare him to that Romeo, you say, honey, I'm so grateful that I marry you because... You are such a great provider for my family. Find something good about him. When you see something good in your husband, you start to magnify it and keep telling him how much you appreciate him. If you can do that, not only that, you will be happier, but also he's going to rise up to be better in other areas. Condemnation, angry, and be bitter against your spouse is not going to help your spouse. But if you are positive and you just cheered him up or her up, he's going to change and she's going to change. Maybe your husband never come to church with you. You try and try. You invite your husband to come. Do everything you could try to trap him to come. Maybe maybe we have a free lunch today, the Thanksgiving lunch. He didn't even show up to the church. But I want to encourage you, don't nag him. Don't push him around. But just be best friend. Just love him and just be a fun person to be around with and just appreciate him. One day he will come to church because he likes to be around you. You're fun to be around with. So he doesn't want to waste Sunday morning by himself at home. He's going to come with you because you're fun to be around with. Is it right? Make decision to be happy people. Make decision to be fun to be around with. Instead of being nagging and unhappy and complaining and sour and long faced, just looking at the positive side. Amen. Amen. Treat your husband like a king and he will treat you like a queen. Amen. Amen. Life is too short to be negative. The other person that you are upset with may not be here tomorrow. Because life is too short. Amen. How many times you tell your wife that you love her? When was the last time you tell your parents that they are good to you and you appreciate them? Tonight, I plan to call my dad in Thailand. I want to say, Dad, thank you so much for giving me education. And I really love you and appreciate you. Because my dad is 91 years old now. I don't know how long he's going to be on earth here. Life is too short to be negative. You have to choose each day whether you can live your life each day, sh- this short life, being negative and sour or being positive and happy. Let me ask you this question. If you find out that you have only a couple weeks to live on earth, what are you going to do with your attitude? Are you going to be, still be angry and bitter and yell at everyone in your house? Be angry at your church, at your pastor if you have only two weeks to live? Or maybe if you find out that your husband is going to live on earth for only two more months. How are you going to treat your husband? We we'll need to learn how to live your life each day as the last day of your life. Each day is the last day. If this is the last day of your life, how will you treat your children? How will you treat your spouse and your friend in the church? King David wrote this powerful scripture in Psalm chapter 90, verse 12. Teach us to number our days aright, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. So King David tried to say like this, God, help me to remember that every day is a gift from God. Lord, help me to live right every single day because today may be the last day of my life. Help me to be kind to people around me. Help me to focus on the positive thing and be happy in my life. Instead of taking things for granted. But every single day is a special day. How many people agree that our life is so fragile? We can die anytime. You know, when you get into a car crash, your body is going to be broken. The car may stay there. But our life is so fragile, we can die anytime. Therefore, I want to encourage you. Because we don't know we have tomorrow. Because we are so fragile. Life is so, too short. We should not wait for the Thanksgiving Day to give thanks. We should not wait for the Christmas Day to give gifts. We should not wait for Valentine's Day to show love to the people that we cherish. We should not wait because as long as we wait, the clock will tick, tick, tick. All the precious moments for your life to be able to show love and to appreciate and to really think good about another person it's going to be gone. If today is gone, you cannot get it back. Therefore, live every single day, make it out of the most opportunity. Make every single day the best day of your life, like your last day. Because each day is not just an ordinary day. Each day is precious. Each day is irrepressible. It will never come back again. Amen? Amen? You can choose each day, whether you're going to live your day used fully to bless people or misuse your day. You can live every day invested or wasted. You have to choose every day. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 4, verse 5, make the most of every opportunity. Every single day, you need to make the most of opportunity. I remember a story of a lady. This lady is a Christian woman. She is very kind. She is fun to be around with. She always encourages people. She always positive and smiling. People like to be around her. One day, she died. She walked out on the street to go to see her doctor. She fell down. Her head hit the ground. And she had a bleeding inside her skull. And she passed away. And in her funeral ceremony... Her husband got up and shared something very interesting. Her husband said that, I'm so proud of my wife. Because 15 years ago, she died at 80 years old. At 65 years old, her husband got a heart attack and went to the hospital and almost died. And she went to the hospital to visit him and say, honey, I almost lost you. This could be it. We will never be together anymore. I make a decision from today on that every single night before we go to bed, we're going to kiss each other seven times. And we're going to tell each other that we love one another. Since that day on, they kiss each other seven times every night. I'm not telling Dao that I'm going to do that. but <laughs> <laughs> They did it every single night because she said, I don't want to take you for granted. I want to love you and I want to express love to you. She died on Tuesday. And on Monday night, she still kissed her husband seven times. And tell him, I love you so much. And I appreciate you. She made every single day a special day of her marriage. She realized that there is no such thing we so call ordinary day. Our last, on, on the last day of her life, she still did the same thing. Kiss her husband seven times. My dear brother sister, every day is a special day for you. Don't waste it away by being complaining, negative, holding grudges, hating your wife, hating your husband. Make your home a happy place. Smiling, appreciate your kids, appreciate your wife, appreciate your husband, even though they may not do everything right before your eyes. Many people live in regret today. They say like this, if I know that my mom and dad going to pass away yesterday, I would have shown love to them already. I take them for granted all these years. From today on, why don't you start to show love to your mom and dad? Tell them how much you love them. Tell your brother and sister in the same care group. And tell your leaders and people around you that how much you appreciate them. Appreciate your wife and your children so much. I know that many difficult things that happen in your life may cause you and tempt you to be negative. But I want to encourage you today. This is the way to walk Christian life. Even though your wife may not be perfect, even though your husband may not be perfect, your boss may not be perfect, the circumstances may not look good, but God knows about everything. And you can move the hand of God by faith. If you have faith in God, that God can take care of those problems, God going to move His hand. God moves His hand because of your faith. When you complain, when you are bitter, when you are negative, and you always have sour attitude, it's a sign of lacking faith. But if you're happy, joyful, and be positive, you are having faith that the thing is going to get better and there's nothing is impossible with God. God can change the situation around in your life. The circumstances will be changed because our God is a good God and He will move His hand when you are positive people and you are full of faith. Learn to find the good in the circumstances. Learn to find the good in people around you. Amen. Amen. This is a great man in the body of Christ named Dr. Bill Bright. Dr. Bill Bright was the head of Campus Crusade Ministry. He traveled all over the world for 60 years. He was impacting. Actually, I got saved through Campus Crusade. I remember that the Campus Crusade worker came to me and shared with me the gospel, and I accepted Christ with them. So this man really made a lot of impact on people. But unfortunately, by the end of his life, he was afflicted by a lung disease that eaten up the lining of his lung. He could not breathe very well. And a few days before he passed away, A man went to visit him and said, Dr. Bill Bright, we are sorry about what happened to you. We are sorry to see that you are suffering. Dr. Bill Bright said, don't be sorry. No, 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 I'm not suffering. I am in the air-conditioned room. I have my family around me, and I'm in a comfortable bed. And I have the best medical care in the whole world. Dr. Bill Bright did not focus on the negative. He will make every single day a happy day of his life. He called every day precious. He called every day special. He did not complain. He did not have a sour attitude and get mad at God, get mad at people around him. He died in a positive attitude and be happy and joyful because he know that every day is a day that the Lord has made. I heard about a man who is a member of a church in America. This man, he is an a African-American gentleman. He was fixing the broken tire of his car along the side of the street. He was fixing the tire. And a drunk driver hit him and he lost both legs. He could not walk anymore. He went to the hospital and his pastor went to visit him. And the pastor said that, "Uh, I'm going to come to cheer you up today. He said, no, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm happy. I lost my leg, but I don't lose my joy. Because if God was not there, I would have lost my life. But thank God that I'm still alive and breathing and I can go back to work in the wheelchair. He did not lose his joy because he knows that every day is a special day for him. And he's not going to focus on what he did not have but he focused on what he have. He still have life and he can still serve God. Amen. I want to conclude this sermon by telling you that this is all about what you see on the inside of you. It's about your attitude. If your attitude's looking at only the negative side, you're going to be miserable, unhappy, and very sour man. You will never smile. No one's going to come to know Christ through you because when they see you, they will say, I don't want Christ that you have because you look so unhappy. There is a story about two men in the hospital. Both of them could not get out of the bed because they are in the final stage of their cancer. And one man was on the bed close to the door. Another man was close to the window. And every single day before they die, the man close to the window will chair with the man close to the door, that, oh, out there. I could see the birds sing. Oh, wonderful. Oh, the parade come. And the the kids just jumping up and down and singing songs. Oh, I saw the sunrise today. So beautiful. The man close to the door get encouraged. Every time he heard all these good things outside the window. One day, the man close to the window died. And this man close to the door asked the nurse to move his bed, move him close to the window. And much to his surprise, when he looked outside the window, he saw a brick wall. That is the, another wing of the hospital about 15 feet away. So he asked the nurse, 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 what's going on? All these many weeks, my friend told me about good things happen outside, but it's a brick wall. And this Christian nurse said, he see on the inside of him. He is a positive man. My dear brother sister, even though there is no sun during November and December (laughs) of Seattle. You see the rain, you see the the leaf all gone from the tree, but you can still see the tree and the flower and the sunshine in Seattle every single day on the inside of you. It's about what you see on the inside. Are you looking at your life in a negative perspective? Or are you going to see your life in a positive perspective? I want to encourage all of you today that no matter what happened to your life, bad or good, have the right attitude. Find the good things you can be grateful of. Amen. The sun still shines on the inside of you even though outside looks terrible. My prayer today is that God will give you a spirit of gratitude and thankfulness. That you will focus only the good things about things around you. And you wake up every single day being thankful of what you have and be happy and joyful. And you consider every day is a special day for you. You consider that every day is the last day of your life. And you're going to spend that day for the good things, not for the bad things. Being happy, being fun to be around with, being a positive person, being a blessing to other people. Don't go around focusing on the negative things in your life. What is wrong, what you don't have. But find some reason to be grateful. Don't take things around you for granted. Don't take your wife for granted. Don't take your husband for granted. But be grateful and be happy with him or her. The seeds of discouragement, the seeds of depression cannot take root in the grateful heart. If you're grateful every day, You're going to be happy every single day. Amen. Amen. I believe you received the word today. How many people want to say, I'm going to do what I learned today? Amen. So from today on, you're going to be happy people? From now on, you're going to look at the things on the positive side of what you have? Don't focus on the negative things. Amen. Hallelujah. Before I close the sermon, I don't know how many of you here don't know Jesus Christ. You know, I can preach all of these things. This is not just a we call a philosophy to make you happy. You cannot be like this, what I say here today, without the spirit of the living God. We cannot be happy without having Christ on the inside of us. I used to be a pessimistic people. I used to be, I tell you, Pastor Dano, when I watch TV, I always criticize things happen bad in the TV. I'm very pessimistic. When people walk in, see some hairstyle, I will criticize. You can go to my house and look at my album. And you can see that the elephant in Thailand look more handsome than me. Because my face look... I'm a very unhappy person. I'm very unhappy. Because I look at the negative things in my life all the time. Until 1981. When I invited Jesus Christ to come into my life, then I become a new man. God began to change me and I began to see things in a different way. The world is more bright. Everything looked more positive. I stopped thinking negative and I'm a happy man. And I believe that Pastor Da, thank God for that because it made the house much better because her husband now is a positive man. Amen? So I want to encourage you. If you don't know Jesus Christ, invite Him to come into your life and you will never be the same. You're going to be a happy person, joyful person, and your life will go up higher higher to the victory and the things that God installed for you. God wants you to have abundant life on earth here. Eternal life starts on earth here, not in heaven. You can overcome the Giants in the promised land. You can have victory every single day of your life when you walk with Christ. If you don't know Christ, I'd like to encourage you to pray with me. Accept Jesus Christ into your heart. And after you pray, you can come to me and say, today I accept Christ and I will want to congratulate you. Amen. How many people want to have that kind of victory and have Christ in your life? Raise your hand up. You want to have Christ in your life. Let's pray. Follow my prayer one sentence at a time. Father in heaven, I am a sinner, Lord. I need your help. I need your help. I want to be positive like you. I want to be positive like you. I want to count each day special for me. I want to count each day special. For you. I want to be happy. I want to be happy. Joyful, joyful and positive,
0: and positive.
1: Today, today, I ask you to forgive me I ask you to forgive of me my sin. Of my sin. Lord Jesus, You were raised from the dead on the third day. You died for me on the cross to set me free from sin. Lord Jesus, come into my life right now. I want to follow You. Change my life, Lord, to be Your disciple that I will serve You all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Give hand to the Lord.
0: Amen. We trust this message has ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching series, please contact us at 206 275 One zero four two, or visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.org. You may also write to us at the following address New Hope International Church, nine one seven zero, Southeast Sixty fourth Street, Mercer Island, Washington, nine eight zero four zero. Thank you very much.